I just do death metal versions of Yusuf Eslam, whatever that guy's name, Cat oh, Stevens. I just do Cindy Lauper sounded like me, and then the cars a lot. Then I I always uh bribe the every karaoke host. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names with guns and axes. We sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God helped those who stood in the way of business progress and the USA. USA. Okay, so I just got back from Japan. My brother-in-law is a brain surgeon. <laughs> you now sound like Kaosan's things. I just got back from Japan. My brother-in-law oh, yeah. is a brain surgeon. <laughs> Montezuma's golden sarcophagus was found at the base of the mountain. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm observing that glacier. <laughs> they danced for joy. She loved her collection of ornaments. We skated all day yesterday. I studied about social security. They copied the data in handwriting. I tried but failed owing to sickness. They cried over Christ's death. He carried that steel tube to the yard. Uh, so I was me, me and uh, me and my brother-in-law were getting fucked up because he had like three days off, and uh, he told me, he said, uh, he said, do you know, do you know the band uh, Baby Metal? Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. So. If you if you're unaware of baby metal, it's this fucking hard hardcore like metal band with like three like fifteen year old girl pop singers sing fronting the band. Actually, I think they're all like in their twenties, but they yeah, they genetic mutants that you know yeah. they pick yeah yeah they're selected by fucking weird Donald Trump producers yeah <laughs> exactly. Um, so apparently the fucking guitar player, the guy dressed like a skeleton, uh, he got in like a I think a motorcycle accident and cracked his fucking skull open, and they sent him to uh, to my brother in law's hospital, and he d- he did a uh, surgery on the on the guitar player. Oh shit. Yeah, and what he said was uh the dude was so fucked up like he's they were trying to save his life and they're like there's nothing we can fucking do. He's fucking hamburger. Anyways, he died. Oh shit. Oh. Yep. Well, thanks. That was a downer. Yep. And I have this weird candy from Japan. I see that. It comes in such flavors as green, blue, and cola. Brown and <laughs> pink. I think I think the brown is cola. It's, yeah, it has to be. It's indicating that it's some kind of oh, liquid. Yeah. Uh cola, lemonade, what does that say? Is that somehow Mexican at the same uh, time? This one says lychee, and this oh. one says melon. I'm I'm duolingo this and shit. And what the fuck is? I don't know. Is that that, say edema? Isn't candy, it edema of something that? Or endemina? Can, candy mania. Oh, I, I I couldn't see the C. It's yeah. like pulmonary edema. <laughs> yes, there is a kind of racist little guy, <laughs> like little Mexican guy shaking maracas on here, but it's Japanese candy, and it appears to be. Lightning bolts or worms in some kind of flavor? 
Let me see it. Assorted soda gummies. Okay, so they're soda. Oh, also. they're gummies. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's always room for gummies. I got to try brown here. Oh, God. The, these, these ones over smaller. here. These are smaller than I These ones over here, the cola flavored shit, they, uh, they look like bath bombs, like little tiny they, bath they bombs. They kind of do. That's the thing is the packaging makes it appear like they can be because of course you need forty pounds of plastic for you know what what do you suppose there's like ten ounces of actual candy in oh, here yeah. and another ten of individual like plastic. Like I said, Japan, the land of everything's yeah. covered in plastic. All right, these are suspects. Are they gonna like fizz or something? I'm hope so. Is it like a bath bomb? Oh, it's weird. <laughs> it is like somebody compressed Oh god. <laughs> yeah, it kind of fizzes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they're much softer than you expect. Really? Yes. I thought they were going to really have some resistance, but they're almost like astronaut ice cream kind of. Oh, yeah. Tensilary strength, and then they do fizz. Yeah, it's like a bath bomb that you can eat. With, with Pop Rocks stuck mm-hmm. in it. Oh, those are fucking weird. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm down with it, though. I don't know if I can eat too many because they're fucking really potent. Sweet. Pass me that package. Oh, now this. Mmm. Sour Patch Kids with gum, with cola flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are pretty good. I don't know why they're shaped like strips of bacon or something, but... <laughs> and now my teeth instantly hurt. Okay. I believe it just dissolved all the enamel off my, uh... Mm-hmm. My already probably thin enameled molars. Yeah, these are fucking good. I like these. Well, fuck. Okay, baby metal guy died. Uh, weird candy. Uh, I don't know. We went when we was down in Oregon. We went and hunted uh, thunder eggs. You know what a thunder egg is? Mm-mm. It's kind of like a geode. It looks like a geode with a bunch of tumors. You like you find kind of a big round thing, and it'll have a bunch of like round nodules okay. all over it. And then you cut it in half, and it'll either be geodey or it'll have like little stalactites and shit in there. And, like they can be cool. quite expensive, but you never know what you're gonna get. Right. We went up to what's uh, called the polka dot quarry. And they have a guy up there on site. You know, you dig them out, and he can cut ones up to about the size of a cantaloupe. Yeah. And they charge you like $2 a pound. But, of course, you know, once you cut it, you got to buy it, whether it's, it's stupid inside or if it's fucking awesome. Right. But we did a couple of them, like, you know, nothing too blowing your skirt up. But uh, you can see the appeal. There's actually a rock hounding club out there that does a different quarry, and they have their own gear and stuff. And that would be interesting to join up with. And then we also went down to the town of Fossil in Oregon. That's where they make all the watches? No, but it's where you go to their baseball field behind the high school. You drop five bucks in a can, and you go dig fossils of leaves and shit out of the muddy-ass hillside behind the baseball field. Oh, shit. So I got to feel like leaves and stuff. It was, you know, terrible, muddy, and rainy, but this is the main things we did. Then we hooked up with uh, Zach, Zach and Jim down at the Gambler Town down there and saw all the freaky cars driving the boat. And cool. I think Zach, Zach went to the mosh pit at 2 in the morning because there was still apparently a mosh pit going on, and then... <laughs> Oh, I think uh, lost his phone and his wallet um, <laughs> about six hours before it was time to leave. Oh, fuck. So I'm hoping he found those again. It sounds like a Zach move. Well, then we were in Madras, and we had to stop at, um, uh, what's called, O'Reilly's. And then he was just there, like, driving around the parking lot. And, like, you know, my Jeep's pretty distinctive, but he just kept on, like, driving his circles around the parking lot. And then after we, like, left Madras, he was like, did I just see you guys at the... He never stopped. He never said anything. <laughs> it was weird. It was fucking weird. And, and he had an ice cream truck uh, tune thing playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him talking about that. He was telling me about it last time I well, saw him. there was a guy who, like, revving his engine at, like, one in the morning. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll show this guy. And turns on, like, the ice cream 
<laughs> ding, 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 ding. No, and Zach, it was probably like the fucking took a bunch of acid with him or something. And no, I don't think he did any that time. Uh, no, we drank like a lot of a lot of white claws and rainiers. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's it. And then took over the Mahler uh, Wildlife Refuge mm-hmm. armed. Nope, not yet. <laughs> oh. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> well, welcome back to How the West is Fucked. How the West was fucked. Last week, we were with Jed Smith, and he was illegally immigrated into California, but then he crossed out to go to the rendezvous. Mm-hmm. So basically, he was an undocumented alien, and now he's a spring break kid. Yep. Get them titties so, out. Yeah. So we'll let Will continue with his Comic Sans and lovely NPR voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he stays there about a week and says, you know, good thing Jackson and Sublet had enough furs to get them goods for next year. He He's at the rendezvous at this point? Yeah, yeah. but he's showed up empty-handed. <laughs> it's like, I got no beavers. Aww. Aww. So he... Gets another 18 guys to go back to California to get more beavers. Because the first time worked so well. <laughs> what a dumbass. You know what we need? It's more guys. Uh, Silas Goble, he goes along again, but Robert Evans, he's had enough. He goes... Went to Portland. Yep. <laughs> so uh, they leave July 13th, 1827, to go down to uh, the Mojaves again. And they were uh, not quite as friendly as the year before. Because just a couple of months after Jed came through the first time, another brigade of trappers came through, and they uh, fight it out with the Mojave and kill a few of the guys and hang their corpses in the trees. Ooh, that's not nice. But uh, at first, the Mojave kind of treated them nicely. Uh, August 18th, they, uh, the guys, the trappers prepared to cross the river. About half the guys are out in the middle of the river swimming on the Colorado, uh, and other guys are on the shore watching with all the horses. Dicks in hand. Taking bats. <clears throat> yep. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Stroke. Yeah. Stroke. Backstroke. No, I'm more oh. like, oh, man. We, we all know lefty ain't going to make it, right? <laughs> right. Who, who's, who's, so, who's taking his rifle, you know? Yep. So about halfway across the river, the Mojave attack, and <laughs> they kill everybody on the other side. Holy shit. They actually, some guys try to get into the river and uh, uh, attack while they're swimming, too. Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. Just popping up out of the water. Yep. Uh, Thomas Virgin. <laughs> he gets a serious head wound from a club, but he still makes it to California. Oh, man. So 10 trappers were dead on the other side uh, with all their horsies, and they're basically just watching them, hacking them to death with clubs and awesome. spears. And that took a fucking turn. Yep. Eating Japanese popcorn. Yep. And Good among show. the dead was poor Silas Goble. He didn't make it that oh. far. So now the Mojave's had all their horsies and most of their weapons. And most of their ammo and most of their trade goods, along with Jed, Jed's papers and journals. That's got to be a real good <laughs> feeling to be kind of naked in the wilderness and your <laughs> mortal enemies have all your shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, this went poorly. Yeah. Uh, some guys thought the Mexicans put them up to murdering the Americans, but basically if you have Always got to blame that. Got to be a yep. conspiracy but, theory. Can't be just the simplest thing. Like, hey, these white pe- web people were dicks to us before, so we're not having that anymore. Right. So Jed, with his, uh, I guess he has only about eight guys left. They have five guns between them and a little ammo and some butcher knives and about 15 pounds of dried meat. Yeah. And whatever, like, trade goods he had, he throws into the river as a diversion. <laughs> Eat this and go away! <laughs> but within a few minutes, the Mojave are across the river and encircling the party. Oh, shit. So they kind of go back to shore and make a breastwork out of some trees. 
the three trees that are left on yeah, the river. Right. Oh, each man lashed their uh, butcher knives to a tree limb for lance. There you go. Oh, there you go. Cool. Yeah, get some distance. Uh, Jed said only to shoot to kill and to save their ammo. <clears throat> and the kind of fire do you, do you staggered. Think after they. <laughs> oh, I, I'd feel really bad actually, like killing any of these guys that are definitely going to kill us. So he had uh, two good marksmen fire, and they brought down two Mojaves. So the Mojave retreated and held back. And they waited out till nightfall, and they sneak away in the dark. And again, Jed would have to head to, to the Californios for help, the Mexican Californians mm-hmm. there. Mm, these blue ones are gross. <laughs> so now they had to find their way across the Mojave themselves, and they kind of stumbled between springs. Sometimes Jed would go ahead to find water. Uh, but in 10 days, they're back to the farms there in San Berdu. She lives in Mojave in a Winnebago. They immediately kill three cows, but they did send a note to the farmer and uh, said that he had taken the cattle. <laughs> I, this is an is that, like a, is that like a threat? <laughs> yeah. I've taken your cattle. <laughs> Don't expect them back. Unfortunately, the... the farmer is fucking Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. This is a list of my demands. I don't have any money. What I do have is a unique set of skills. Makes me a nightmare for people like you. So uh, the next day, the guy came back with a couple of horses for him, though. So that's nice of him. Ooh. He also wrote a note to the father at the mission. Uh, he would send Thomas Virgin there, who still hadn't recovered from his head wound. Dear Padre, once these gringos enter the mission, please have them arrested for stealing my cattle and horses. Thank you. So we also told the father to tell the governor of his arrival and, and departure, but he wasn't going to go into the mission himself. Because he was going back to the uh, the rest of the party on the Stanislaus. Well, yeah, I forgot there were still guys just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Had to miss the whole rendezvous and everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just beards down to their belly button. <laughs> uh, they managed to keep ahead of the Mexican army that was de- dispatched to capture them. Is this toilet bowl cleaner flavored? <laughs> is that what the blue is about? Mm-hmm. Takes some getting used to. I love I love that flavor, though. Mm. Your poor stomach fighting out, out all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's a rendezvous in your fucking stomach, man. Yeah, you bet. Yep. Gotta, keep, gotta catch them all. Purple. So uh, Jed makes it back to camp uh, September 18th. That was two days before the date that he gave. Oh, when they were supposed to go to Hawaii. And supposed to go to Hawaii via Russia. They're all like, oh, God, I'm so ready to go to Hawaii. I'm ready so, to go to Hawaii. Hey, yeah. guys, I'm back. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so on the camp that he left behind, only two men desert. Ooh. Indians were nice to him and didn't kill any more of them. Uh, Smith then left with three others for San Jose, 70 miles west. Which is not a great idea if you want to avoid the Mexican government, but he wanted to buy a bunch of horses because Ex- he had a... <laughs> Excuse me, do you know the way to San Jose? <laughs> but he had a scheme uh, cooked up to get a bunch of horses from the Mexicans and sell them at the rendezvous, which would be, I guess, shorter. What to, could go wrong? Is this, fucking, is this like uh, Ricky from fucking Trailer Park Boys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, boys. Got, got, yeah. a, got a plan. You can't scream dope out in the bank. Dope, dope. Dope with your fucking dope, dope. Your oh, security. Nice. Fuck. I can walk out on my own, guys. Perfect. I can explain Fuck this. Fuck off, Salamander Head. Give me my fucking cigarette back. Uh, the governor knew about the Americans that were left behind, though. Uh, they were visited uh, by some Mexican army, but he did arrest John Wilson, the guy who was banished, and accused him of being a spy. But eventually the governor issued a warrant for Smith's arrest and sent it to uh, Lieutenant Martinez, who then sent Sergeant Francisco Soto to get him. But by then, Jed was already gone to the rendezvous in 1827, 
But Soto had no orders to arrest all the men, so he went back. But the trappers knew that they were, were looking for him. Uh, so Smith and the three men were arrested when they got to San Jose. And this time they were locked in a dirty hovel. Mm-hmm. My old house. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lieutenant Martinez arrived there and accused Jed of illegally claiming land near the San Joaquin River, <laughs> which is probably true. Uh, I claim this land. Yeah, yeah he's American, so. <laughs> yep. That's what, that's what we do. Attracts. I think uh, I'm going to be disappointed by Melon. I'm usually disappointed by Melon. Well, Melon's disappointed in you. You bet. Oh. Oh, that face. Was it Malort flavored? No, it's that fucking fake watermelon shit that I despise. <laughs> Tastes a lot like cucumber. <laughs> really? Your favorite? Yeah. Which I fucking hate cucumber. Oh, yeah, I know. It's whatever that back flavor is. is what yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll power through it. Uh, so Smith told Martinez that he wanted to see the governor in Monterey, which is a lot closer than San Diego. Officer told him that he must stay there. But at least they let Jed trade for fur, his furs for guns, lead and tobacco, and all the other stuff in order to leave. And more horsies, too. Uh, but despite this, they didn't honor Jed's request to hurry along with the proceedings. He sat there and waited for a month. Uh, Jed told the governor about having to leave his men beca- behind because of the snow. And the Mojave attack was the reason they came back to the settlements. Uh, the governor wasn't satisfied with this story, though, and suggested it would be best to send him back uh, to Mexico City and make him pay for the trip. Rewrite this story. I want more robots in it. <laughs> but it might be months before a ship could be found to even go to Mexico City. Uh, of course, that's not on the coast. It's in the middle. No. <laughs> uh, Jed was pissed, and he said that the governor was only put in charge in order to perplex me. Yep. Which is strong words for the 1820s. Yeah, no shit. Dag nabbit. Dag nabbit. You dickens, you're perplexing me greatly. (laughs) (laughs) Causing great consternation. Uh, William Hartnell, he was another uh, American ship captain there. He said that under English maritime law that four masters at a foreign port could make an ad hoc consular agent to educate such matters in an emergency. So we're getting to maritime law. Are you having like a fucking lawyer stroke? What the fuck? (laughs) What the hell does that mean? Well, the constituency of the constabulary team... Are you suffering from mesothelioma? Yeah. <laughs> Our uh, firm is building a class action lawsuit. Uh, the governor had Jed write a letter to his men back at the status loss to turn themselves in. Dear men. Mm-hmm. Oh, turn themselves in in San Francisco, so even more traveling. Smith had to sell all of his furs, about 1,500 pounds worth, to a Boston ship captain named John Bradshaw at low, low bargain prices in order to buy uh, stuff to go back for the trip. Uh, the governor mentioned again of sending Smith to Mexico City. When Jen, Jed told him that he already sold all his furs and made arrangements to go back, the governor finally relents. But Jed had to sign a bond to promise to leave right away. And there's actually a picture of that. Uh, December 13th, Thomas Virgin finally shows up from San Berdu. He was getting his head better there. Mm. Shoot when they let those suckers go. He was arrested and jailed in San Diego. By the end of December, they're finally ready to go. An army guard escorted Jed and the men out of town, now with 250 horses and mules, which is easy to do. Yeah, that's pretty... Just 
bring a whole herd of stuff back. Yeah, well, <laughs> across the Sierras. And plus, like having your legal troubles and shit. It's basically like it's kind of like if you were on the border and you're detained, like Mexican national, but they kind of like kind of half detain you, but they kind of let you work. And then at the end, they just make you leave, but they give you like a couple cars. I guess this is the nearest I can match it up in my mind to a <laughs> parallel. So when they get a little back inland, though, the Sacramento River was flooding. So Jed asked his army escorts to go upriver to find a better crossing. Uh, they said, no, we're supposed to stick to our orders, which meant follow the road, even though it's probably been washed out, flooded. Yeah. Uh, then Jed asked for a boat to cross, and they said no. They would like have to go just, ask the general. Like they're just carrying a fucking boat? Or... Mm-hmm. So this was the last straw for Jed. He was sick of wasting time and money, so he just leaves. He's <laughs> like, bye. But they go north, and uh, basically they're trapping along the way, too, which is not part of the agreement. Right. Yeah, he keeps on uh, finding loopholes or just, you know, he's playing kind of uh, fast and loose with the uh, the goodwill of the Mexican government. Yeah, no shit. Time. Uh, so they're trapping along the way, uh, and then they get back into the foothills and meet uh, some more Miwoks in January. Uh, they were friendly, but Jed recognized them as the quote-unquote hostiles he met last year, which he shot from across the river oh, just to show them that we can shoot them across the river. They traded for traded tobacco for some salmon. All right. One asked to travel with the trappers for a few days. He was naked, so they gave him a blanket to wear. What? <laughs> wait, wait, one more time? Who's naked? My walk. One oh, okay, okay. Walks. I thought, for some reason, I'm, yeah, I thought it was... It was- Fucking Jed Smith, so no. I'm just like, this whole time he's just been dick hanging out. Yeah, okay. just oh ho in it. <laughs> yeah. So the guy with the blanket takes off with the blanket, which is stealing, I, mean, I guess. I guess. So Jed detains a chief of the Miwoks until the blanket was brought back. What? Fuck, That's the way they always do blanket, shit. Dude. <laughs> it's like, what? You stole a can of beans? Take half the women in the village and tie them to a post until they... <laughs> until they... Regurgitate the beans. Yeah, but you know, be twenty more cans of beans. But if you got, if you're taking all their beaver, you know, a, a blanket would be a fair trade. Yeah. yeah. Well, who said it's their beaver? <laughs> the fuck? God destined all these beaver for me. For me. Uh, late February, they crossed the American River, which probably wasn't named American River at the time. <laughs> you don't say. Since pretty, they're pretty, the first pretty, Americans there. Pretty fucking lazy name, you know. Uh, a few miles away, uh, a few years later, gold would be found in 1848. Oh, no. But they didn't know that at the time. And then uh, things got really exciting for the Miwok. Mm-hmm. February 26, two trappers returned to camp. Uh, they said they were checking their traps and they saw Indians watching them. They hailed them, so they, but the ra- Indians ran away, so they opened fire. What? <laughs> oh, so they hailed, uh, gunfired them. Mm-hmm. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, well, fuck you then. Uh, one man was killed and another wounded. Jed uh, kind of bitched out these guys and punished them by not letting them go on, out and set traps for that day. You're grounded. So Jed goes to the village to give gifts and make amends. Hey, here's some trinkets. Sorry about your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so the Miwok uh, flee when he enter- enters the village, though, for some reason. Why, Why are you guys running? Still got, like, blood on him from... <laughs> Uh, some dived into the river to get away. One little girl fell and died. Oh, man. Uh, he covered the girl with a blanket and left presents, kind of a... <laughs> what the fuck? To say, I'm sorry. Is he inadequate? Leave him the fuck alone. Meanwhile, the fucking Miwoks don't understand why... This guy's a fucking psycho, <laughs> dude. He's like... Yeah. 
He's giving presents to the dead girl. What the fuck? Yeah. Is this some kind of death cult? <laughs> uh, Jed wanted to leave and go north, but all the rivers were too swollen still. Swole. They're Swole. engorged. Engorged rivers. Uh, March 9th, they, they've been killing bear along the way. Uh, Harrison Rogers was mauled by a bear. No, bears are killing back. He would survive, but that would delay him even longer. Damn it, Harrison. Uh, Jed tried to smooth things over with the Maidu and the Maiwak oh, by giving them more presents. Uh, April 7th, around Mill Creek, uh, Jed shot a bear in the head and it collapsed. He was confident it was dead and walked up to it. Oh, this means it's not dead. Yeah, it's very not dead. <laughs> uh, he was within about 10 feet of it and someone yelled behind him, the bear's still alive. Jed said, well, the bear's dead, dummy, because it's right there. But Jed uh, Jed was right, but he didn't notice that the- There's uh, a second bear? Second bear behind Ooh. the oh. dead one. So he charged Jed, at Jed, the, the bear did. Imagine him just shit talking. These fucking stupid ass bears. Oh Ooh, shit! The bears gonna get me. <laughs> he's he's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so Jed dives into a creek. Uh, the bear runs past one guy and runs towards another, who had a bayonet on his rifle. So he stabs the bear in the neck. Jesus Christ! I like how he runs past one of the guys. He's like, "I got no problem with you, motherfucker. Yeah. I want this yeah. piece of shit." You look like you want some fucking trouble. <laughs> fucking your bayonet out. You want a piece? So that got the bear to change course, and three men trailed the bear and killed it. Uh. So now they're hunting bear just mainly to get rid of them. <laughs> uh, they wounded another bear, and it ran to a thicket, and Jed yelled into it, trying to get it to drive it out. Hey, hey. Ah! Just kid, it's a prank, bro. Come out. So he turns his horse to leave, thinking that the bear was dead. And the bear jumped out and grabbed his horsey's tail in its mouth. Ha-ha! <laughs> now I've got you. But the horse didn't need much more encouragement and finally outran the bear. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like ski- bear skiing? Yep. <laughs> uh, one day, Jed noticed an arrow stuck in one of his horsies. <laughs> That's weird. So it's like coming out and seeing your car got keyed. <laughs> God damn it, bird shit on my windshield again. <laughs> Uh, they then they notice some uh, that some Indians are shooting arrows into the camp. Oh, <laughs> oh that's weird. Oh an, shit! Oh, it's an ongoing situation. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, these are Wintu Indians, and they uh, kill two of them. Uh, Wait, the white guys kill two natives? Yep. Okay, because they killed nine of their horses. Oh, sure. Uh, but they keep out of rifle range and you know keep shouting insults at them all night. Fuck you! <laughs> your mother was a hamster, <coughs> and your father smelled of elderberries. Just lobbing arrows indiscriminately, and just <laughs> shit talking. Oh man, I, w- I wish that was recorded. I want to hear the yeah. kind of fucking insults they're hurling. It probably not going to be in the best. It'll oh, it's probably, probably yeah, you're right. Not probably, in great English. It's probably going to be, sort of be hilarious. Yeah, like, it'll be like they're trying to translate like an awesome like zinger from their own language <laughs> yeah. into English, but they don't quite have the vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid fucking white man. So Jed tries to maintain peace after shooting everybody. <laughs> All is well. <laughs> it's getting a little more difficult, though. Yeah, and his shit. patience was probably wearing out. You want out. some presents? I got, I got presents. Uh, by April 19th, they're making our, their way out of the Sacramento Valley. Uh, they found an Indian camp, but they ran off. Uh, Jed found an old guy too old to escape. He offered him tobacco. This, is, this guy's fucking, this is his, like, like what he does, he like finds a Native American camp with a person <laughs> too old to escape. <laughs> Just like that lady that was too old to yeah, escape. That they fed the badger. They fed a badger too. <laughs> what they feed this guy? Tobacco. Tobacco. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> oh, I got diarrhea. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, a few minutes later, his men saw warriors appeared, uh, 
to uh, shooting at their horsies. Uh, Jed signed for a friendly parlay, but the Indians strung their bows. So Jed uh, told his guys to fire on them, but they, they missed them that time. So. Uh, stormtroopers. Yep. Uh, the the Indians start a fire as a diversion and start launching arrows at their livestock again. <laughs> These Indians are kind of like... Fucking badass. Yeah, they're, like, the ground. they're fairly, uh, <laughs> uh, what would you call it, like mixed tactics. Kinda yeah. like. Again, they open fire on them, but hit nobody. And the Indians launch arrows at them again. This time, Jed and three others got on their horses and gave chase and killed two of them. After that, they gave them no more trouble. I'm, like, I'm imagining, because uh, on the airplane, I watched the new Matrix... So I'm like imagining the natives just like every time they fire at at the guy the white guys fire at them they're like whoa bullet time you know? fucking dodging like fucking agent smith. So now they get to climb out of the Sacramento Valley there and of course now horses fall over cliffs and lose their of course, and which stuff everyone's like that. haven't already been shot apparently. Yep, and he still got 200 plus. Oh horses. yeah, I forgot he started yeah. out with extra this time. Uh by the horses just have like an arrow through their head like <laughs> Steve Martin. Uh, apparently they just uh by late April they only had 26 traps left. Follow the Trinity River up, which uh, Jed, Jed at the time names after himself. What? His name's Trinity? Nope. Oh, oh, oh. He named it Jed Smith. This river's now nope. Jed. <laughs> uh, I think it's already been named Jed. No, yeah. it's Jed. But it didn't stick. But at the at yeah, the border of California, Oregon, he does have a river named after him now. And some redwoods and all that good stuff. The Jed Smith River? Yep. That's so. Uh, well, I think it's just the Smith River, but yeah. that's even lamer. Really. Yep. <laughs> Jad uh, River. Oh, and then they get to the Coast Mountains, uh, meet Ooh. with the Hoopa Indians. I think. Awesome. They're a little friendlier, and they trade for eels. Oh, gross! But <laughs> Jed couldn't eat the eels, though. I'm just picturing just fistfuls of eels, slimy yeah. fucking hagfish. Thank you, mm, <laughs> boy. Mm, I'm numb. Yes, very good. <laughs> yeah. Here, chew on this brown leafy shit. You'll love that. Yeah. Uh, they found out the ocean was only 15 to 20 miles away, so... Gee, in the Coast Mountains, they figured that fucking shit out. <laughs> yep. And uh, Jeds decides to head for it, hoping the going would be easier, but no. No. I don't... It tends to get thicker, you know, right before you hit the... Is, yeah, is he... especially at uh, that point. I think that's the King's Range where there's not even a road this up This is in there. California? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very north. He's going to hit the 101 and fucking fall Get off a cliff yep. into the ocean. But there are some of the first uh, whitey Americans to see redwoods. Oh. Wow. Uh, May 20th, Jed sent Rogers ahead to End Virgin to find the ocean. Uh, they got within 100 yards from the beach and came back to report it was choked with trees and the beach was straight down and rocky and no yep. way to walk straight on down, <laughs> Straight down a fucking cliff, man. I've, I've driven that road, the coast highway, man. We told you, Dad, we wanted to go to the nice beach, but you wanted to go to the discount beach. <laughs> it's bullshit. On the way back, they were attacked by Indians again, and Virgin shot one this time. Yay, no longer a virgin to bloodshed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jed decides to go back to the river to the Klamath. June 4th, the trappers met with the Klamaths. Uh Jed traded with them and then was walking away. He left his uh, colored guy, John, behind. Oh, colored man, it says. Don't, quote, yeah, unquote. Don't oh, fuck. Uh, Wait, he, he left his slave at the fucking native camp, the Klamath camp? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a few minutes later, he hears a gunshot. Uh, John, the slave, had shot at him. Uh, he said that they were trying to rob him, but Jed uh, didn't notice that the Klamath had any weapons. He accused uh, John Ransa of lying and trying not to pay for his ras- raspberries he took for the Klamath. And he gave uh, Ransa a severe reprimand, Fuck. which I 
I hope it's, awesome. it's just I'm talking to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing more. Over raspberries? Over, Over raspberries. raspberries. You didn't pay for the raspberries. Well, sir, you, I don't get a salary. Of yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fucking... Uh, I think that's part of what you're supposed to... I mean, if you yeah. set me free and pay me a wage, I'll buy some raspberries. Fucking A. Yeah. I'm an unpaid oh, intern. Now, let's not, let's not get crazy here. No, no. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. But, you know, they're getting into the mountains now, so game's scarce, and they're out of meat, and they had to trade for it. June 5th, they killed their last dog. June 7th, some Klamath came in to camp with and traded some eels and berries and mussels. Mm. Mm, which is... Where are they getting all these fucking eels? I don't notice that many eels around. Oh, they're around. There's right. Eel River down there. So yeah, it's oh, uh, there? Fre- yeah, freshwater eels up there. Oh, I see. But when the Klamath leave, they stole a small kettle. Eventually, they did find some elk, and they did trade for some whale blubber. Ooh. Mm, which only made them want elk more. Mm, You know, this this stuff is really rich and really really chewy and fishy and oily. Like I said, man, it's like like fucking like fish flavored styrofoam. I think, yeah, you've had it before in Alaska, didn't you? No. Or you had seal or something? No, I could have ordered it in Iceland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sure I've talked about it here, but like we we were in uh, Hokkaido like years and years ago and uh, we went to this like sushi place and I was like, oh, I'll just get omakase, like the whatever the you know, chef, the special. chef special. And so they brought me this board and I was like, oh, okay, I know what that is. I know what that is. I know what that is. What's that fucking purple shit? Mari's like, oh, uh, that's, oh, that's whale. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I feel terrible about this, but I will not disrespect this animal by <laughs> fucking not eating it. Yeah. So here we go. I'm not guaranteeing I might not barf it up here. As soon as I <laughs> it's a disconcerting color, man. It's fucking like, like purplish black. Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. um, mule deer in the Badlands. And you the other really... black meat. Do you think you could rub some of this powder on my lips? Mm, yeah. Sure. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Captain William Clark of the Corps of Discovery, and on our fine journey to the Pacific, we collected a lot of stuff. Examples of flora and fauna, information of the native peoples, maps of the unknown continent. Also, we collected the French pox and the gleet. Good thing we brought along Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the Thunder Clappers. Now with 60% mercury. Kills all your venereals, gonorrhea, encephalus, and anything else that ails you. Headache? Gone. Bam! Now you have diarrhea. Stomachache? Bam! Diarrhea. Itchy teeth? Bam! Diarrhea. Moral gunshot wound to the head? Diarrhea. Side effects include diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea, projectile diarrhea, Jackson Pollock diarrhea, Exxon Valdez diarrhea, Challenger spacecraft diarrhea, and holy shit, I can't believe that came out of my ass diarrhea. That's Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the Thunder Clapper.
June 11th, uh, the men leave camp. Uh, a few minutes in, Jed, uh, someone told Jed that an axe and a knife were missing. Uh-oh, better go fight a bear over it. Uh, Jed was pissed, and he thought the uh, Indians that came in uh, stole it. No, it was the gang from Cobra. Actually, yeah, or it's just one of his guys trying to start shit. Like, yeah. Oh, I bet the, I bet the Indian stole this. You know, holding them behind his back. Yeah. So they go back to the Indian village. They camped out the night before, and they grab a hostage. And the axe was returned, but the knife was not. Hey, let's head down to the camp and grab a quick hostage. Yeah, sounds great, man. I can go for a hostage, <laughs> go for a hostage right now, yeah. yeah. So he keeps the hostage till uh, nightfall. And figured it didn't do any good, so he lets him go. But by the end of June, they're in Oregon. Uh, June 28th, they tore down an Indian house after the inhabitants left to make a raft out of it to get across the Rogue River. Assholes, that sucks. And uh, since it's a difficult crossing, of course, they lose a lot of horsies, 23 of them. That's a few. Uh, They lose some horsies to elk traps, too, laid by Indians, which I don't know, it's probably just a stick at the end of it. I think it is probably, um, it could be a tension spear kind of trap, like... uh, like a Rambo style. Mm-hmm. Thinks he's Rambo. Rambo is a pussy. Uh, could also be just a big hole, you know, with spikes. Or like uh, the Ewok village where they have the yeah. two, the two fucking. That's, like less, two... that's less common. That's kind of hard to rig up. And plus, your elk would be paced. <laughs> yeah. I think it's something that wants to break its leg or stick it yeah. on the side of a spear. Uh, July 2nd, his men's one-year contract expired. Bye. We're out of here. Fuck this. Pay me. So he promised to pay him $1 a day. After that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. a lot of money. Uh, Along the way, they caught a boy. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Gotcha. And they named him Marion and made him a slave. He is an Umpqua Indian. What the fuck, man? damn it. And uh, he would go with them to Vancouver. Or at least that's what they They named him after them. John Wayne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Wayne was a Nazi! Hey, buddy, you want to be a slave? No! Well, no shit. <laughs> Uh, July 5th, they found some Indians who spoke some Chinook jargon and found out they were only 10 days away from the Willamette. July 12th, they were crossing the Umpqua and another axe was stolen. This is probably their last axe. Uh, about 50 lower Umpquas or Kelawatsits. Now you're making up some goddamn Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Kelawatsits and... So they're, they're hanging around the camp, and Jed grabs one of the umquas he thought had stolen it and tied a cord around his neck, ah. hoping he would give it up uh, with the rest of the guys uh, brandishing their rifles. Uh, eventually, the umqua or Kelawatsit guy, uh, returns the axe. Jed released him and thought the issue was over, but it, uh, they didn't know that their prisoner was the chief, and, and now they're kind of pissed oh, off. Oh, dude, you fucked up. Stuck your dick in a fucking hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. So July 14th, Jed takes a couple of guys to find a better crossing of the Umpqua River there. He left Rogers in charge. Uh, despite uh, Jed's warnings, Rogers let too many Umpquas into the camp. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm in charge! <laughs> so about 200 uh, Umpquas are there. That's they probably s- too many. <laughs> they surround the 15 guys who are kind of too sick to move. Uh, yeah, 
this crowd control is not working. <laughs> yep, and uh, suddenly they attack, and most of the guys were still in bed. Um, just one guy, Arthur Black, he gets away. He runs into the woods. It's Jack Black's great-great-grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jed came back in a canoe with his guys and the Uncle Guide. Uh, hey, how's everything going? Whoa, <laughs> oh, shit. what the fuck happened here? <laughs> so somebody on shore yells to the guide in, in their own language. Hey, Jim, we're killing everybody. You want to come join us? You. So the guide tips over the canoe on purpose and steals <laughs> Jed's gun and swims <laughs> to shore. Awesome. So, oh, that's a power move. Yeah. <laughs> So Smith, another guy named Leland, and another guy named Turner dodged arrows and bullets as they swam for shore. Uh, Arthur Black, he makes it all the way to Fort Vancouver first, uh, before Jed. That's August 8th. Uh, he uh, goes D- along D- the D- coast. Jerry Garcia died August 8th. Oh. There's a no effect song about it. Oh. Birds sing. There's not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, August 8th is a beautiful day. Stop waking up from a real bad dream. Uh, he had some help from some Tillamook Indians. He thought he was the only survivor. Uh, both guys kind of make it up uh, along the coast after the massacre there. And both guys convinced Tillamooks to take them to the HBC fort in Fort Vancouver there. Uh, before they learned of the attack, the HBC had planned to go to the Umpqua area to trap anyway. <laughs> With more than 15 guys, probably. Hopefully. Uh, the chief factor was John McLaughlin. Uh, he would send Alexander McLeod. Uh, then they would try to get back some of Jed's things and horsies. And, uh, of course, Jed wants revenge, too. Oh, they actually think that they're going to get his shit back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happened before. I guess. How many times have we had somebody, hey, that's my fucking horse. Oh, right, right. You could tell because of the way, the way it, it looks. Is, yeah. Uh, October, the HBC guys make it back and have a parlay with Umqua head guys. Uh, Star Noose was his head, the head dude. He gave his version of the story, uh, that the Americans had, uh, lost their axe and he didn't steal it. Uh, later the chief said he wanted to ride a horse for the amusement of the camp and got on one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arthur Black ordered him off. This kind of humiliated Star Noose and, uh, then he gives, gives the go ahead for the attack after getting embarrassed. Oh, is my face red. Yeah, I better kill them all. <laughs> Uh, Star News also claimed that Jed's men told him that he would soon take over the trade in the area from the HBC. Of course, Black denied the horse thing never took place, so who knows. Uh, but Umqua, Umqua slowly brought back in Jed's furs, but most of the Jed stuff was spread all over the all over tribes, uh, other tribes. That's a sentence. Yep. Finally, by December, they go back to Vancouver. Governor George Simpson, he was the top guy in the HBC there. He uh, lays into McLeod not going to the Sacramento Valley like he was supposed to, helping out uh, the Americans there. Simpson did not uh, give Jed de- decent prices for the waterlogged furs that he brought in. Because they were not good furs, because they were waterlogged. <laughs> and he had to sell whatever horses he got back to. Uh, Jed wanted to go up the Columbia to the HBC post at Walla Walla, which nothing bad ever happens mm, there. Never. Nothing. Uh, Simpson told him that it would be dangerous and he should wait the winter out in Vancouver. And then he could go back in the spring when he would go back to the Red River settlements, which was close enough to the U.S. for Jed to get back then. Jed got around $2,500 to $3,000 for his furs and horsies. Wow, and it was all so fucking worth it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the money. It was the friends we made along the way. Yeah, right. (laughs) The enemies I made along the way. Yeah. 
So that winter, the HBC questioned Jed, trying to get inside info for all this beaver business. Oh, yeah, there's this uh, big open field. There'll be a lot of horse skeletons and possibly some human skeletons. That's full of beaver. Go down there. Don't mind the arrows sticking out of the trees in the ground and everything. Uh, Jed probably wanted to get back to and tell America that the Willamette Valley was a good place to grow stuff. Great place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jed left Arthur Black two weeks before uh, Governor Simpson left. Uh, Leland remained at Fort Vancouver, too, but got into trouble and was shipped off to Canada. (laughs) You were banished to Canada. No. Uh, Turner returned to California, and he ended up being one of the guys at the rescue party for the Donner Party years later. Jed went back through Fort Colville at Kettle Falls, then through Glacier National Park. Then south on the Big Hole River into Idaho through Monida Pass. And all these places. So he meets uh, back up with uh, Jackson and Sublet on in August 1829. Uh, the other guys kept the operation afloat when Jed had to sell all his furs at rock bottom low prices to the Mexicans and the HBCs. Back in Montana, Jed traps again, and then into Wyoming. Uh, August 1830, Jed and the company dissolve their company and sell it to Fitzpatrick, Bridger, Milton Sublet, right. uh, a guy named John Baptiste Gervais, and Henry Frab, and that became the Rocky Mountain Fur Company. Right. Everything was sold off, and debts were settled. Jed's share would be $17,500. I'm rich, bitch. That was in 1831 when he would get paid, but by that time, he was dead. Jed was dead, baby. <laughs> Jed's, Jed's dead. dead. Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, baby. Whose chopper is this? Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Uh, After the rendezvous of 1830, Jed went back to St. Louis. Uh, He forwarded $1,500 to his brother in Ohio to buy him a farm next to his. He also bought a fancy house in St. Louis and bought two slaves. Ah, oh, uh, god damn super. it. He bought William for $400 and Elizabeth for 325 Wow, bargain. Wow, mm-hmm. the fucking... Uh, the, like, girls never had a fucking chance at getting nope. oh, fair wage, getting 70%. man. 70%. The fuck? But uh, $400 for a slave after you buy a, a farm for $1,500. So that's... If you could sell yourself and keep the money, though... <laughs> No, and that's probably still not a great deal. Actually, there was some kind of shit like that in, was it like Rome? You could do that? Like you'd sell yourself? Like uh, a lot of times it was like Greek guys, like Robert Evans was actually just talking about this yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually remember that, yeah. Um, where you'd like sell yourself, you become like the- like tutor uh, or whatever for like- Yeah, house slave years. or whatever for, it's like a you have a contract for mm-hmm. 18 years or 20 years or something. And then when you finish, they give you your money and there you go. Which still sounds like a shit deal. Oh, me, absolutely. But, you know. Joe Meek tells a story of himself and another trapper stealing a porcupine roasting on the fire. I remember that. From, yeah. from Jed's slave in the winter of uh, 2930. Oh, good. Yeah, definitely. As a joke, right? D- mm-hmm. Definitely steal from the slave. Do yeah. that, fucking yeah. assholes. So the slave was confused and mortified when he turned around and found his porcupine was gone. Uh, Meek and his friend go off to eat it, and all the mountain men had a hearty laugh at him. Jed later freed that slave next year in St. Louis, though. And he hunted Joe Meek down with a... <laughs> Uh, Meek claims that Jed felt sorry for him for that, and uh, Meek said that the uh, the slave got his freedom for a porcupine, except for he used the N-word because it's yes. because it's got to use the racisms. Yay. Uh, where you would got a slave that year is unknown. Um, we don't know exactly who John Ronsa the slave was, uh, but he dies in the uh, Umpqua attack there. So okay. it was a different slave. Uh, Jed caught up with his siblings. 
His mother had just died uh, while he was coming back. In March 1831, Jed planned a trip to Santa Fe with some trade goods. And he also planned on working on a book uh, and maps of his travels. Uh, April 10th, 1831, Jed left St. Louis with 74 guys and 22 wagons. Uh, along with uh, Bill Sublett, David Jackson, uh, two of Jed's brothers, and Jed's clerk, Samuel Parkman, who was going to help him write the book. Jed owned 11 wagons. Jackson and Sublett owned 10. Uh, one wagon even had a six-pound cannon on it. Ooh. I'm really just imagining a bunch of fucking radio flyer, like, red yeah. wagons with a, con- a gun on it. Yeah. But still being drawn by a team of, like, eight oxen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> so by 1831, the Santa Fe Trail was already pretty established. Uh, Santa Fe itself was full of American goods. So the goods would probably end up further down in Mexico. But it still wasn't safe because plenty of Indians were pissed off these people were trespassing. Yeah. And there was plenty of long stretches without water on the trail, especially around the Cimarron Cutoff, which saved time but had no water on it. In May, one of the Jackson Five. clerk was... Uh, Jackson's clerk was killed by a Pawnee warrior. Uh, May 24th, not a drop of water was found for four days, and the livestock were on the verge of collapse. Oh, no. It's time to start pissing in each other's mouths again. Mm-hmm. So Jed and Fitzpatrick rode ahead to find water. Uh, they got to a depression and hoped to find water there. That yeah. was usually there. Oh, man. But the depression was dry. <laughs> uh, Jed told Fitzpatrick to dig for water there while he would ride ahead. That was the last anybody had seen Jed. Uh-huh. So Jed must have stumbled into the next watering hole and was attacked by Comanches. Oh, fuck. This is probably Fargo Spring in western Kansas, and Jed's stuff was later found on Comancheros, who were Mexican traders who traded with the Comanches. Right. Yeah, my time light book is kind of full of shit because I know that there was, like, no white witnesses to that, but it's talking about... Yes, but as he was dying and falling from his horse, he bucked off a shot, killing the leader of the... Oh, like, get out of here. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> he was probably taking a fucking dump and he got shot in the back. <laughs> yep. So the story of Jed as a missionary, as a churchy dude, came from the Flatheads going to D.C. in 1830 and asking for religious instruction. That's why the Whitmans were set out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, Jed only spent four weeks uh, with him in 1824. Uh, he didn't speak uh, Salish, so there's not much evidence that is he was preaching to Indians if he couldn't talk to him. Jesus, <laughs> I love the Lord. But he was a teetotaler, and he swore off swearing. Cocksucker. So he what? was churchier Fuck than most more tra- trappers. He didn't, he didn't fucking drink either. No. Nope. Wow. That's. I think that's the first mountain man I've heard of that didn't wasn't all fucked up with all his teeth missing. And mm-hmm. what's the what's the thing? It's like here's my beaver. Give me the liquor. Or whatever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> here's the beaver. Give me the liquor. So of the twelve books he had left uh, in his estate, only three were li- religious. So he was churchy, but not that churchy. Yeah. But he was definitely uh, knew how to slaughter beeves. Well. Yep. That's Jed Smith. Fuck, yep. dude. All right. I Holy like shit. The, I like the bear holocaust. Like, oh, fuck, we got to get rid of these things. It's almost like when we go out looking for bears, we fucking find bears every yeah, time. Every time. We got to make that not be the case. We have to eliminate every bear. And wow. He just couldn't stop shooting at Indians. At yeah. Also, yes. Exactly. What the fuck? And then being like, sorry. Leave him like a tin of muffins and right. some bath bombs. And sorry about your dead daughter. Here's yeah. some weird Here's Japanese candy. Yep. Here's a blanket. Oh, wait, but then you'll shoot a guy that steals a blanket or whatever. You take the chief hostage for a blanket, whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, Jed Smith. 
Wow. I don't know. He's interesting. To me, he's just always... He doesn't strike me as, as competent as some of these other guys, really. He just kind of got lucky a lot, I think. Yeah, kind of Mr. Magoo's way around. Right. You're like, oh, well, plus it was like, oh, you're banished from Mexico, but you must remain in Mexico until we sort this shit out. And, <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, but he did travel more than Lewis and Clark. Oh, right? yeah, that's true. Yeah, he got around. He Fuck. did. God, it always blows my fucking mind when these pe- these fucking old motherfuckers are just like, no no car, no train, no nothing, and they're just like coast to coast yeah. all over the fucking place. I got a wild hair up my ass. I'm going to Alabama. Well, sir, we're in Washington State, or, you know, Washington Territory. I'm going. So. I got, I'll, yeah, I'll exactly. take a dog along to eat. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. So I got a dog. I know. We're in Boone Helm. I've got my buddy's leg. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Well, this is a fine welcome back. Yeah. It's a fine welcome back. Good, good. Uh, it's good to be back. I'm still, like I said, I flew in yesterday and then went straight to work. And drank half a bottle of fucking vodka. Yeah. So I am uh, jet lagged. And hungover as fuck. There you go. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I feel really ill now from eating all the candy and shrimps <laughs> and drinking that fucking disgusting Coke mocha. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. And that roast beef sandwich, but I think I'm you know, going to go get some biscuits and gravy and really... There really, you go. ...really feel poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I tend not to eat enough during the week, so then I, I make up for it on my Sundays. Yep. Woof. All right. Well, uh, it's been a gas coming back, and uh, we'll be back at you next week with another rousing tale of racism. And I think it's probably another Mountain Man next, next time. I oh, think. perfect. I think. Perfect. Unless I get my shit together on something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll see you next week. But until then, we're going to go out in a hail of biscuit and gravy fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yum.